Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Live from Alex's Basement. I'm Alec with Smart Realty, and there is lots to talk about today. Uh, the biggest news is gyms are now, well, as of Monday, uh, will be allowed to open. The rules are 25% capacity, and everyone has to wear a mask. There's like a million caveats. And guess who will not be at a gym? That would be me. Um, that's great if you feel comfortable going. When I read you what comes next, you might change your mind. Um, but I'm not going to a gym uh, until there is a vaccine. Um, it's just, I miss it. I like it. I'm not doing it. Just like I'm not going to movie theaters. I don't go to restaurants. Carry out, fine. Um, and we'll talk about movies uh, a little bit towards the end of this. But here's um, here's how I'm going to tie this into gyms here. So this is this is a model created by the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation. They're, they've been doing the stuff that uh, they've been pretty much the baseline model that a lot of people are using to um, evaluate what's going to happen with the COVID infections and deaths and whatnot. And this is what they said. Um, their model predicts an, addition, an additional 224,000 Americans will die by the beginning of next year. We're talking January. All right. That's a, from now, 224,000. We're already over 180. Um now, they said 122,000 of those can be avoided with safety measures. And one of those is universal masks. Um, so that's very important. It, it just shows that still the preventative measure uh, is the best way to handle this, right? You need to wear a mask. And I'm sure most of you are. I, I repeat it constantly. Um, but there's no reason not to wear a mask in public. And look, you want to be these people, well, it doesn't prevent me from getting it. No, but it, it prevents you from spreading it. So as a good citizen, as somebody who has family members and friends that could benefit from everyone wearing a mask, that's why you wear it, all right? So yeah, it sucks. Nobody likes it. It's uncomfortable, more uncomfortable in the summer than the winter. Um, but you do it not as much for yourself uh, as for other people in the community at large. That's why you wear a mask. So then, so yeah, so they're predicting an additional 224,000 unless these you know, we go with the strict safety measures and that could reduce down to 122,000. But if restrictions are eased, and this is a frightening number, if restrictions are eased, the death toll could total the 620,000 by January. And I'm like, how do we get that fast? But look, we're opening gyms. I'm sure eventually we're going to open movie theaters and Michigan has been one of the more cautious states. Um, and I think we've benefited from that, quite frankly. Um, whereas you see a state like Florida and that is just a shit show. Um, and that's being nice. Um, it, it's a disaster down there. So yeah, does it suck? Sure it does. But you know what? I'm, and maybe, look, you're in a situation that's kind of unprecedented, right? So anything you do is going to be the first time this was done, the first time that was done, because we're responding to something that's not typical. Um, so, of course, there's mistakes along the way. There always are. But can you correct them? Can you get on top of it? And I think Michigan as a whole has done very well. Um, so, gym owners, be responsible. Hopefully, a lot of you are still around. Um, I know uh, I'm going to get the name of his gym. Because I know Bob, a friend of mine, Bob's opening back up uh, in person. I think he's been doing outside classes. And then Hustle Fitness, where I used to go, they've transitioned to an online program and it's really a fascinating program and now that i've got the uh and i'll, I'll finalize the uh 
podcast and really get going this weekend on it. I'm going to carve out a little bit of time, maybe even this evening. Because um, I said I was going to have Prince on and talk to him. And they've gone to an online program where you've got one-on-one coaching, you've got nutrition plans, you've got workout plans. And it, it's really uh, maybe the future. Uh, but it relies on you working out on your own, which is not always easy. So we're, we're going to talk to Prince. I still, I got the podcast part figured out. Just got to work out the fine tuning. Now I got to figure out how to include an extra person. This is way more complicated than you'd ever think. Um, this part's easy. I just touch a button and I'm an idiot talking on the screen. That's simple. Um, but you start combining these other things and there's there's more to it than that. So I just read uh, Ken Jennings, uh, Jeopardy like legend, uh, is going to be a consulting producer and you're going to see him in some bits on Jeopardy this year. Um, Alex Trebek's 80 years old and obviously has, he's fighting cancer and he's still he's going to be hosting this year. He does say he gets tired. Um, but he's fighting the good fight. I have a weird feeling. It's not even a weird feeling. You just look at it. I think they are setting up Ken Jennings to replace, let me pause it, to replace Alex Trebek when it's time. I think Ken Jennings will be the next host of Jeopardy. I think he'd be a great host. Um, I think it makes perfect sense and it'd be interesting. Uh, other COVID news, the Batman movie that's in production with Robert Pattinson had to be halted because Robert Pattinson tested positive for COVID. So that's going to be like a 14-day delay minimum. So hopefully everybody's healthy and they can get back to that. So we were talking about um, movies. Like They haven't opened opened movie theaters yet. That's probably the next thing to come. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised. We'll get an announcement after Labor Day sometime. Um, Here's the problem. Okay, and here's why you won't see me in a movie theater. And I'm a guy who loves movies. All right. They're going to serve food there, right? So people can still stuff their face. They can shake their freaking raisinets and try and open them for 12 minutes um, and just cause a disruption. Well, what happens when you eat, right? There comes the mask off. And then there's talk that you have to have your mask on the whole time or you can remove it once you sit down. Um, If you remove it when you sit down or you're eating, how's that any different than a restaurant? And my thing is I'm not going to a restaurant, so I'm sure as hell not going to go to a movie. Um, even the Top Gun sequel, I'm not going. Though I did see it's going to be at the drive-in, so we're going to talk about that in a minute here. Um, so yeah, as long as popcorn's an option, and oh, no refills. Whoop-de-doo. First of all, that's too much popcorn anyway. Um, but second of all, it's not, you know what, I can. there's nothing I need to see that badly that I can't wait. That I can't wait till it's on a streaming service, that I can't wait till it's on video on demand and rent it. Um, that's it. I mean, it's just the movie at the end of the day, you know? So, yeah, I think movie theaters are going to be obviously very limited. Um, but we're, we're going to see what happens. Again, hopefully we get a vaccine and can get it implemented before long. Um, and that would be the best. Uh, so, And it's got to be safe. And it's got to be tested. That's the most important thing. So speaking of which, we talked to drive-ins. And now drive-ins are making a comeback. Why? Because you get to sit in your car. Um and you get to avoid the crowds. Now, the last time, I think the only time I've ever been to a drive-in was when I was a kid and we saw Greece. And I just remember you had this like, uh, looked like a, a walkie-talkie or a CB kind of thing you put on your car window. And that's how you got the sound. And now I know it comes through the, the stereo system of your car. And cars have, a lot of the newer cars have pretty good sound systems. Uh, so you're good there. Um we are going to see the new mutants this weekend, and the movie, from my reading, did not get very good reviews. 
However, sometimes it's just nice to go out, even if it's a crappy movie. And believe me, I've watched plenty of crappy movies. And it's still X-Men. It can't be that bad. <laughs> if it is, I will tell you. I will absolutely tell you. And then, like I said, Top Gun's coming out uh, later this year. And then there was another movie I can't remember that I'm like, oh, that one I'd go see too. Um, so I don't have any problems with the uh, drive-ins. Uh, so take a look. Get your tickets early. You, you got to get there. You know, the one thing that said with Imagine Theaters, one thing they did great was you'd get your seats ahead of time, right? So you could walk in as the movie, as they're turning down the uh, lights to, so you can watch 15 minutes of advertisements, um, and you have an assigned seat, so you don't have to worry about it. Whereas, you know, driving, it's more like the day when the movie first came out, and it was just like you, you line up, and then it's first come, first serve for the seating. Uh, I don't miss that. So I will say the one thing Imagine has done that's awesome is assigned seating. It's fantastic. Uh, I am not crazy about the reclining seats. My kids love them. I'm like, I, I could do without them. I just like to sit there. I, I don't recline. I like to sit focused. Because um, we're watching a movie. If I was laying down sleeping, I, I'd be at home. <laughs> and then Mulan is now on Disney. You have to have Disney Plus, right? So you're paying for your Disney Plus subscription. Then it's another $30, $34 um, to purchase Mulan. However, if you wait till December 4th, it will be free, assuming you have Disney+. Plus. So you don't have to be in a rush to uh, purchase it. If you do purchase it, you'll have it as long as you have Disney+. Plus. However, come December, any of us who have Disney+, Plus will also have it. So there's that. So we will just wait till December, because what's the big deal? And then I watched something last night. I was up, <laughs> I was up at 4 in the morning. Um... I'm like, all right, I did some work. I'm like, I got to do something. So I watched a Netflix film. I think it was a Netflix. I don't think it was a Netflix original. I, I'm not positive on this. Called The Resistance Banker. Um, and it's a Dutch film. It, was, uh, and not, it wasn't subtitled. It was dubbed. But it wasn't too bad. It wasn't distracting. And it was an incredibly slow-moving film. But it was fascinating. And it was about the Dutch resistance uh, during World War II and the German occupation. And what specifically, the banker, uh, basically they had a shadow banking system that they put in place that uh, funded people fleeing, uh, that funded people who were taken away so their families would be all right, uh, that also funded the railroad strike. Because towards the end, um, they had a railroad strike with like 30,000 people and they covered their salaries. And it was very slow, very slow moving. And I would say there was one scene in there that was really grabbing and not in a great way, but it was memorable. Um, but it was a slow movie. So it was interesting. Uh, it was interesting. And, and then after all this happens, they go up to the guy, uh, the person uh, who knew about everything. There were two brothers. And they go, we need to keep this secret. He goes, what are you talking about? Why? And he goes, well, though it did help the war effort and all this, at the end of the day, this was banking fraud. I mean, at the tune of $100 million, they translated today would be like, uh, what was it, like half a billion dollars of uh, dark funneled money they did. It was unbelievable. Um, but a really interesting story I had never heard about. So that is the resistance maker. Sometimes you just go through the, uh, you know, you'll start going through the Netflix, you'll scroll and just keep hitting next, 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 next. What's that? All right, I'll watch that. What the hell? That's how you do it. Because there's so many movies. And it's the only way you're going to know if it's any good or not is just to watch it. So that is The Resistance Banker. And the big news, 
the big news, nope, the, yes, the Tigers are 500 right now for the moment. Um, and they're only, I think, three or four games out of the final playoff spot. I don't anticipate they'll make the playoffs, but hey, you know what? They got a puncher's chance this year. There's not that many games. Just need to go on a nice little hot streak. You know, if you could go 15 out of 20, boom, you're in the playoffs. Now, I don't know if they could do that, um, but it would be nice. So, no, the big news is the boys, the Amazon Prime hit, not the uh, Disney Plus uh, documentary about the Sherman Brothers. I say that every time. I'm the only one who's watched the damn documentary. Um, but the boys dropped early. It is out right now, okay? Instead of watching me, you could be watching the boys. Um, it wasn't supposed to be out today, but, hey, it's awesome that it is. I think originally it was supposed to be the first three episodes, and then they were going to bring the others on, uh, like, uh, on, I, I think it was... the tomorrow or the next day labor day i don't know but they're all there so i will probably be watching uh the boys actually i was gonna say well i'm working out the uh specifics of the podcasting stuff but gotta pay attention to the boys that's a good show and uh once i'm done with that and i'm gonna be done soon I'm, man i'm gonna, i know i'm gonna binge it uh i still have an umbrella academy to go i've made five minutes through the first episode and then i just stop and it was good it was i was I'm like oh this is interesting and I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's just like, eh, I'll get around to it later. Or I, I like it, but I haven't finished it. It's like uh, Game of Thrones. I've watched several. Uh, well, you know what? Oh, I'll tell you that in a minute. I, like I've watched several seasons of Game of Thrones and I liked it. And I just never got back to it. And same with The Walking Dead. It's just like I've watched a bunch of seasons. They made it to a farm. And then I just stopped watching. And I just haven't gotten back to it. Um, yeah. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, because I, you know me, I'm anti-vax. I'm, no, I, I can't stand the people that are anti-vaxxers. Um, I think it's just ignorance, especially when all this information's out there. Um, but they're listening to some quack, quackery, so to speak. But I will tell you, especially if they're skipping phase three, there is <coughs> some serious doubt as to the safety. Um, there's a story going around right now uh, that I haven't read yet. Um Gerald Ford, back in 76, I think it was, uh, they had a big, influenza was going around, and they rushed out a flu vaccine, and it was with disastrous results. Um, we, The CDC and a couple other of the health organizations have been so politicized. Like, these organizations, they're never political. It's purely science, right? Is this healthy? Yes or no. Is this safe? Yes or no. Here's the science, right? And now... We now, I mean, holy crap, we can't trust them anymore, at least for the time being. Um, because you don't know if it's a political stunt that they've been pressured or le the science is legit. And even the scientists and the do the doctors, I've seen a couple doctors saying, listen, we want to see the science behind anything that comes out. We'll look at it, but we're not taking it just sight unseen. We're not giving it to our family or patients sight unseen. We want to evaluate the science. Um, and then they go, if we determine, if it's safe, then we're fine with that. But yeah, that's the problem. I, I don't know what is wrong with this country right now in that now you can't even trust science. Um, it's called into question. And I mean, it's it's political and we're in election year, um, but it's to the point where I, th that's the reason. That is the whole reason. Look, you've got probably 33% of people that are going to say no, no matter what, right? Because they're the anti-vaccine crowd. I don't know if it's as high as 33, but let's just say that. But now you've brought another 33% in just because we have doubt. Um, 
with what's going on. And that's a huge, huge problem. Huge issue. I mean, look, Russia puts out a vaccine. Does anyone think that's safe? No. I mean, maybe in time, it, it you know, uh, once the science tells us, maybe it was. Would you trust them? <laughs> Absolutely I wouldn't trust them. Not one bit. Because I, I don't trust uh, Russia to have the same standards that we would have. And that's the other thing. You know, one of the benefits of it's approved here. It's You know it's past rigorous testing. You know it's like, look, it may not be perfect because no drug is. I mean, there's always side effects for anything. Um, but you can trust it. At least you used to be able to. And now we're to the point where you can't. And that's pretty sad. Um, and that's one of the issues I have. Um, that's not right. So I was not intending to talk about that today. But it's going to be a problem too. So here's what's going to happen, my prediction. There's going to be several, and keep an eye on Europe too, because they have a couple real promising ones. I think one of them, the one that was uh, been developed by Oxford and another uh, pharmaceutical company, they were working together. They've actually sent over here for approval as well as over there. That's the one I keep watching. Um, so watch what Europe does and pay attention, because if they're good with one of them and we're not, or we're putting through stuff that they won't allow then I'm going to look very skeptically at the one we've approved that they're not allowing. Because uh, believe me, everyone wants something to work. And if multiple work, even better, right? Because then we can produce more, we can get them out there. Um, but what will happen is, like again, the frontline workers, the nurses, the doctors, um, healthcare workers, teachers, soldiers, they'll get it first, all right? So even once they get this, let's say it's by January, right? By maybe March, they'll have it. We still won't have had it yet. And then comes the second group of people. So I don't know how they're going to determine that. Um, do you start with the elderly? That might not be a bad idea as long as it's safe for them. Uh, and then, <laughs> yes, I will tell you when I take the vaccine. I will tell you when I vote. I will tell you when I take the vaccine. And I will. Look, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I, I eventually will take it. I will, there will be a point where I am convinced or they do enough testing and the, the proof is there that it's safe and I will have no problem taking it then. Um, and I will tell you. And when I start twitching <laughs> live on camera, uh, I'll just say it's the vaccine. But no, it's uh, by the time we actually get it, by we, I mean, the average schmoes out there, um, assuming it's like January, February, we're, I think the earliest we could expect to see it is kind of mid to late summer. That'd be the earliest. Um, so hopefully it's out in time. And then what I'll be curious, so do you give it to the elderly population first, like people in nursing homes? Uh, maybe somebody is in the hospital uh, that would be susceptible to this. Uh, or do you start with, you know, just, I don't know how you do it. And I don't think there's a, an official plan. Uh, there was just... I don't know if it was the CDC or the Food and Drug Administration just sent out to the governors, come up with a plan to distribute this and store it properly. And I'm like, great. <laughs> that means there's no plan. Now 50 states have to come up with plans. Um, boy, I can't see. Uh, no, it's yeah, it's always going to start with the Army. Um, absolutely. Look, you can't have your fighting force get sick. Uh, there are no sick days uh, when you're in the military. I mean, there are, but... You know what I mean. As a whole, your unit has to function. So one or two guys go down, you still have to have a unit to function. So it will always be the military first. Um, and 
even more important now, they better damn well be sure that's safe for those men and women because, you know, that's some serious stuff. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll keep you updated. But, yeah, you, you saw those numbers, the numbers I read earlier. Um, we sure as heck don't want to hit 620,000 total deaths by January. Um, that's just way too many. So, folks, the moral of this story is the boys are on. If you wear a mask, it's going to reduce the COVID deaths significantly. Um, and wash your hands regularly. I mean, seriously, we can do it. We can control it. We just have to, you know, you know, you see the, I'll tell you the difference in stores now. When you go out to a store, and again, I try and keep my store usage to a minimum. Um, it used to be five, six people might not have masks. And, the, you know, this was back in probably March or April, let's say May. Now, I will go into stores and consistently see 100% of the people wearing masks. Every now and again, I see one. And that one, that one person sticks out like a, it's like a sore thumb. It's like seeing somebody smoking these days where it's just so uncommon. It's just like, oh, that's kind of odd. You know, you know everything you know about cigarettes and you still smoke? It's like, what's wrong with you? Um, I, I don't get that either. There's a list of things I don't get. Um, but I've noticed, so our behavior as a society has already changed. It really has. Um, and even I think people that were resistant at the beginning now, they're wearing masks. There's still always, there's still an asshole out there, one or two, but they're a lot less. And that's very positive, right? Um, but we've got schools starting up. Some of the private schools have already started, but we've got schools starting up here for the majority of uh, people on Tuesday. And though a lot are starting uh, remotely, there's some starting in person and we're going to follow those numbers. Uh, we are going to follow those numbers. Uh, the governor said we're going to, they're going to disclose like if there's an infection at a school, and I think that's good. It, it, look, we should be as transparent as possible because if there is an infection or, you know, outbreak somewhere, we need to know it for a, from a health and safety point of view uh, perspective. So that's all. Just stay diligent. Wear your masks. I am going to get this podcast up and running everywhere. It is officially called Live from Alex's Basement, just so you know. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I don't, in ours, I'm not sure because yeah, I, I'm, it might be Joe Burrows. Um, but so it's going to be called Live from Alex's Basement. On this, I'm going to always have the Smart Realty Presents. So hellosmart.com. There's an E at the end of Smart Realty. Let's see. Did I write it properly on the card? Yes, I did. Backwards, but there's an E. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to get that up and running, and that's going to be pretty cool. We've got our fantasy draft. If you see Steve posting, if you're on uh, Facebook, you can see him. And that's Tuesday at 8.30 Eastern time. So, you know, the best part of fantasy football, you get to make fun of everybody and tell them they're morons. <laughs> and yet it's all in good fun. But you do really think they are morons. <laughs> so that's the joy of it. Um, it's not so much winning, it's beating the other person. That's that's actually the, the true sport. So with that, I will leave you, Mr. Football. Steve, go study your stats. And uh, I'd like to hear who you think... Uh, other Steve's going to take with the first pick. So, folks, have a great weekend. I will come back to you. I probably won't come back on Labor Day. I'll probably be back that uh, Tuesday on the first day of school. All right, have a good one.